Charlie D'Amelio is a teenager from America who has a hundred million people following her on TikTok. How did she do that? What do you do with that? And what, as content creators and artists ourselves, can we learn from that? This is the State of the Artist Podcast. Any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, overthinking, mental and emotional barriers. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist Podcast. Now, to start looking at that, we have to look at the beginning. We have to scroll all the way back to May 2019 on Charlie D'Amelio's TikTok feed when she started on TikTok and go, what were you doing? So what were you showing us? What are you showing us? That made you get a hundred million people to check you out. Okay, so we go back and what do we see? We see a new platform where nobody's really doing anything of any kind because it's all exploration and discovery in a new platform at the beginning. So she is doing little dances she made up with her friends and she's lip syncing to stuff and that's it, showing her face, that's all. So that's not impressive. Why do you have a hundred million people watching you? Okay, well, attention is now the currency in this world, right? Especially in social media. In baseball, a statistic like how many home runs, how many RBIs, or what's your batting average is meaningful because there's a statistic that points out the technical skill that someone has. You're the best. You have the most knockouts. You have the most field goals. In art, it's expressive skill that is the emphasis. So when you attempt to measure the value of an expressive artist with a technical statistic like followers, it misaligns And people go, that doesn't feel right, which is why we hate the Grammys, sort of. Like, why we go, well, fuck that. That, That's not the best album of the year. No, it's not. But a statistic showed us that it sold the most or, or it streamed the most. And so that's the only measurement we have to say who's the best. But it doesn't feel right with us because we're like, no, fuck that. I have friends who've made better records than that. We all feel that way. Uh, and we're right, because they're trying to measure it with a statistic. But it's an expressive thing. So when we go, Charlie's got 100 million people watching her on TikTok. Uh, is she the best creator? Of course not. No, she's just the most followed creator. Right? We can't measure it by that. Um, so how did she accumulate that many people with, without showing any skill, if it's true, Uh, that she's not the best creator. It was a fucking accident. Of course it was. It's an accident. Everybody you idolize who's famous at that level, it's an accident. I don't care if you're sitting there going, well, no, Prince is like one of the most talented motherfuckers ever. He does. Yes, all of them are skilled, but it's an accident to get to the top of the top hundred million followers type thing. Skilled or not, it's an accident. Uh, you know, driven or not, networked or not, because we can scroll through TikTok for 20 minutes and see people as talented as Drake or Billie Eilish. We can see it all over the place. They're not the best artists. They're just the most followed. So it's an accident. Charlie D'Amelio has that many uh, by accident. And so what that means is, as artists, 
When we identify ourselves as artists based around this structure of success that looks like, if I don't reach the Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, Drake level of success, Banksy level of success, then I haven't done my job, I haven't lived my dream, I'm not valuable. And the two things are, that dream is gone because the mass market is is leaving. TikTok has made the niche so popular because anybody can get a fan base that the niche is all we're going to have left at some point. So technologically, you can't get that massively successful on purpose. It would be an accident if you did. Um, and I said there was two things. When we identify as artists with that, that being success. We can't get it anyway, and it's dangerous for our mental health. It feels insane. It's too hard to wake up in the morning thinking about Ariana Grande's level of success, and that's what we need to feel valid, and go on with the day. It's too overwhelming. It's too, oh my God, look at the amount of shit I have to do now that I have to get that successful. Oh my And so where do you start? Netflix, probably, for two weeks. Yeah, until you calm down. So technologically, it doesn't really work. And whatever I just said that time, it doesn't work anymore like that. Yeah, the mass is dying. The niche is opening up. So what you look at instead, uh, as an artist of any kind, is... The idea of getting five or ten or twenty thousand people behind you on a certain community building platform, whichever one it is, there's only reach on like ten or fifteen platforms. You you pick one and you go there and you go, if I could get ten thousand people following me here, five to twenty percent of those people might actually click through my funnel to the next stage and follow on Spotify or put their email in here. Um or follow on TikTok, or engage with me in some sort. And then another 5 to 20% of those people might come all the way through the funnel again because they start to gain trust with me and like me, and buy something. Whoa, that would be crazy. Some merch or something. Lots of stuff you could sell, right? Some people would come through. So imagine you got a thousand people to pay you a hundred dollars a year. You'd have a hundred thousand dollars. That's not that crazy. It's not that crazy. But to look at Charlie D'Amelio's success, and if we talk to Charlie, she might go, "I wouldn't recommend this." By the way, <laughs> this is too fucked. You can see her on TMZ and shit sometimes, and and on things going like, I saw a clip of her where she was just like, someone was, was asked her. Um, Whatever. And her answer was, uh, I just wish I could do anything right. <laughs> Imagine how much that is true, right? Because you go on her, uh, oh, there was that thing where she wanted to get to 100 million followers or something by a certain date, and she didn't get it. And then she was filmed whining about it or something like at a dinner table, just going like, ah, I didn't get it. So you have a person that had a goal who didn't reach the goal. And then everyone in the comments is like, fuck you. 
hundred million. I don't even have ten followers. Like, but that's not the point. She had a goal, and she couldn't. She didn't reach the goal. That's it. It's relative to her. You know, when people say people are starving in the world, and you go, "Yes, but my TV is broken, and that sucks for me in this moment." It's just relative. I know greater scale. It's not. So it's her goal. So she got eighty percent of people under comments going, "Fuck you, Charlie," and it's like. She didn't do anything. So do we even want that level of success? Celebrities are getting crushed. Right? Because people don't like that type of power anymore. Right? They're really looking at that going like, you guys are fucking, you're fucking up all this shit. All the power. You know? People are getting onto that shit. Like the $40 million mansion is seems to me like it's less impressive to people these days. I might be wrong about that. I really might be. Maybe that's just me. But like, who fucking cares? Be happy and make art for the rest of your life. Just find a way to get a thousand people or a few thousand people to pay you. And then, on top of that, if somebody goes, hey, you've got this so dialed in in the micro, we got a way to blast you off to the macro. Let's focus bigger now once you get there. Go sure. Somebody wants to give you eighty-six million dollars for something. Fine, do that. That'd be great. That'd be fun. Be fun to see what happens. And then you get to the Charlie anomaly level. Fuck it. You know, be in the point zero 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 one people that ever get to that level of of fame, and see what it feels like. Why not? But let's not start there. I need it. I need to. I work with so many artists who are stuck there. And if, if I don't, if I don't, then I'm not anything. And yes, you are something. You need to change the perspective of that. Not make it. Achieve shit. Here's my last point about it. If you're trying to leave a legacy in that way, I need to be known by history. Earth's history is finite. We are blowing up this planet. We're going to. Right? Nobody thinks we're not going to. You, you know? Even the flat earthers probably think we're going to blow up the flat earth. Of course we are, yeah. So even the history of the earth is finite. So don't worry too much about legacy. Worry about being fucking happy today. You know, working on your relationships just right now. Make some creative shit from a place of complete peace in your heart because you're not (laughs) jumping Oh, I need that. Looking up, looking at your friend who has more streams. Fuck. Doesn't mean anything. So what? It's not us versus each other. It's really not. So we got to seek that peace and look at the the fact that the niche is here forever and the mass market is exploding because everybody can be famous now. So everybody's trying. So your art is no different than the guy who knows about Kenya or the girl who knows about politics, the person that collects Rubik's Cubes. Same shit, same chance at an audience. Chase the niche, state of the artist. I love it. I fucking love that. <laughs>